Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. Um, first of all, before I continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to thank everybody so much for all the continued love and support that you guys continue to do, provide for this show. I truly appreciate you all. Um, of course, to Mike and Allison with Rogue Media Network for everything that they do for The Public Affair. You guys are the best. I love you so much, and everybody that just subscribes and follows and continues to um, follow me on every single episode. You guys are the best. I love it. And I have a really, really great guest here. But before we continue, I definitely want to encourage you guys to like, share, and subscribe. And of course, use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by Four Brothers Construction with my boy, Joel Olvera, who provides custom home designs and renovations. He also focuses on roofing, remodeling, plumbing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more, darling. Joe and his entire team of delicious men are building affordable dream homes for you. And they promise that when they build the shower, I could sit there and watch and possibly test it with them but we're going to leave that for another day. <laughs> Call the number on the screen, my boy, Joe Olvera with four, four Brothers Construction. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the B&J Refinishing with my boy, Frank Biza, who focuses on resurfacing bathtubs, counters, sinks, tiles, and more to original showroom quality. Now, he offers five-year warranty on most work and has the best prices in town, darling. He also has inflatables, mechanical bowls, margarita machines, tables, chairs, a foam machine, and so much more, making your parties all super-duper lady kitty to my boy, Frank Biza. Thank you so much for everything that you've done for The Public Affair. He's truly the go an entrepreneur at its best he is awesome i love that guy thank you so much for sponsoring and being a longtime sponsor bro of course the david santabanez with a million real estate he's the number one sales agent in his office darling help you buy a home or sell your property make sure you follow him on facebook at david with a linear call the number on the screen darling for all your real estate needs my boy david out there just killing the game um and uh, doing amazing at it. That's why he's the number one sales agent at Alinea. I can't wait to go find my dream chateau with him so that way Joe can build the shower with him. Anyway, okay, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Pee Wee's Crab Cakes of Texas with my girl Nika Armstrong serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine, darling, with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. Now, my favorite is the crabby seafood pasta, but their top recommended is the Southern Fried Catfish Special served with seafood pasta, potato salad, and six fried shrimp. Now, the fish is topped with Houdat sauce. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because you got to head over to 108 Gym Drive in Hewitt or order online at order peewees crapcakes on the go.com to my girl Nika Armstrong. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, the Waco fencing and stuff with my boy Juan Morales. Now, Juan builds privacy fences and chain link fences, you know, for all that extra at home privacy, extra with three X's. He also builds wood decks, stone patios, and gorgeous flower beds, darling. Now, you can contact him on the number on the screen for your consultation. My My boy Juan is out there just doing the thing. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. And of course, to one of my new sponsors, and he is here with us today. 
Mr. Enrique Jimenez with Jimenez Bakery, a local bakery specializing in a wide selection of fresh and affordable pan dulces, darling. Also, the best tres leches cake for yourself or for a party night. You know I love rolling around in the mocha tres leches. That's my oh, yeah. shit right there. <laughs> you can also get a cup of fresh elote if you have a different type of craving. <laughs> Locations at 1915 Dutton in Waco and 302 West Elm Street in Hillsborough to Jimenez Bakery. Thank you for sponsoring <laughs> the public affair. And he's coming up right after this. Let's get started, darling. Let's go. <laughs> Guys, like I said, I've been really excited to be having this next guest onto the show. We've been trying to coordinate for quite a while. Um, things were just not working out in terms of time and coordination, but we finally made it happen. Um, I say that he has the biggest advantage of being on this show than anybody that I've ever had in two years of the public affair. And he's about to find out why, because I'm going to tell him. I am so excited. I just announced him as a new sponsor of the show, which I'm completely grateful for. And I've been a huge fan of this bakery for many, many years. Mr. Enrique Jimenez. Wait, Jimenez Bakery is here on The Public <laughs> Affair. How you doing? Man, I'm doing perfect, Andrew. Good. I'm doing perfect, man. I'm really happy to be here with The Public Affair. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm so happy that you finally decided to come. I, yeah. thought, I thought I scared you off. I'm not going to lie. Oh, no, 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 man. No, no, no. I was just kind of busy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we're both busy bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, Enrique definitely slid in the DMs talking about he wanted to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And we were just never able to coordinate time ever. Yeah. You actually had your podcast debut with the man with no plan, Mr. Uh, Dominic Villa, who was on this show as well. Yeah, which man. I, I yeah, love yeah. him. Can we just give him a shout out please. yeah man shout out to dominic man yes. i'm very very grateful that, that he gave me that opportunity you know what um mm-hmm. there i've always said that because everybody thinks there's this certain person that should be representing south waco okay um and i'm not gonna say their name because i don't think they're a good representation of y'all city <laughs> but dominic via is absolutely a good representation to I agree, south waco. I agree 100%. absolutely uh, dominic shout out to you i'm so, I'm so happy <laughs> with everything that you're doing in your podcast and and all that so mm-hmm. yeah big shout out to him um god you know what man and it was so cute i i I just mentioned that a lot of people had not had the same advantage you have okay. of being on the show. Me and Enrique have been talking about the last two weeks yeah, yeah, via yeah. text message, yeah. Snapchat, everything. And just, you know, I didn't want to get too into the conversation because I wanted you to save it all for the show. And I know you have a really good story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> but we had dinner at Olive Garden was where we met. Yeah, my we second met, time going to Olive Garden. Who the actually? fuck has never been to Olive Garden? Bro, I know, I know. the fucking um, tour of Italy talking about how do you eat this with a fork? <laughs> you eat it. <laughs> you eat it with a fork, bro. Yeah, Start yeah, yeah. with the lasagna. That's just bomb as fuck. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, God, you know, and so, like I said, you, I, I just, it was hard not to spoil anything, if you will, because yeah, yeah. there was so much that you were telling me behind the scenes that I was really just jotting down mentally. You know what I mean? Mm. And I was like, when he comes on the show, we're going to lay it all out there. And I, and you know, he was super nervous about coming onto the podcast. He said, what can I say? And what can I say? Whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you say whatever yeah so thank you thank you and thank you for sponsoring I man, man thank you it. thank you for having me yeah. here man it's, it's it's a pleasure it's an honor to be here man yes. you know? and um i was pretty nervous at first but now i'm kind of just like kind of easy on the to thing it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i got you he bought me some choco flan this is choco flan right freshly made guys yeah. by okay. me by today. you yeah. by, oh, you made it for me um yeah i made it from scratch a man that bakes look at that B- bitches step it up all right <laughs> step it the fuck up he bought me some can we open it let me see can we yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, if sure. i had a fork i'd be taking a bite out of it i right had a fork in that in the Jesus okay, we can't get the bag right now. But <laughs> bro, this shit looks like this is just one of the delicacies that they have at Hemet yeah, Bakery. Man, that, that's actually gonna be one of our top sellers. That the chocolate flan uh-huh. and the flan. Anything that goes in the fridge, we sell a lot of. Oh, yeah. just cakes. They, those are oh, like the best. I, I stay. You know, can I tell you a funny story? Yeah. Um, you know, I ordered um, a tres leches cake for my friend's party at Jimenez Bakery. Yeah. And the okay, the time before that, 
I ordered like a, a, like I thought it was a large. You know, it comes in that little that little plastic case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I was like, okay, that's enough. For Bro, I, I told her I wanted the large. That bitch fucking made me like this goddamn Titanic dress <laughs> leches cake. And I was like, that shit. First of all, I, it was red flags when it cost fifty five dollars mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, it wasn't fifty five dollars last time. But you know, they probably went up. You know, inflation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. And then I go pick it up, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was huge. We couldn't even finish it. It was like three quarters of the cake still left. Mm -hmm. But definitely the best that I such is. Anyway, um, you know what, Enrica? Can you introduce yourself to us for people who may not know who you are? I mean, you are from here and all that, but just kind of give us for the listener who doesn't know who you are. Just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit. Yeah, about yeah. You. I mean, well, my name is Luis Enrique Jimenez. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up here in Waco. I'm not from from the states. I was okay. born in a small town uh, called San Luis, and that's in Mexico. Um, San Luis Potosí. San Luis Potosí. You know, I'm banned. You're banned from there. Yes. I there's slept no with some, yeah, no, I definitely am. I have the, there's a whole fucking picture of me as soon as you enter the town. That there's says, no fucking way. Yeah, bro, I swear to God. Like, <laughs> I slept with that one guy. It was that one guy. I'm sorry. Okay. He was, <laughs> it was like four years ago. I think I can go back. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You're from San Luis. Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm from San Luis Potosí. Uh, I was brought to the U.S. Uh, at a very young age, man. And then, yeah. um, um, we we just stayed here ever since, and uh, okay. coming from a family of bakers, that's that's what I started doing since I was little, man. Oh, okay. And that that that, that just became my my passion, my yeah. That became a part of Who the person are. I am yeah. now, you know. Yeah, and um, I mean, here we are, man. Did uh, your family bake in Mexico too? I mean, was there a Jimenez bakery in San Luis Potosí? No, there wasn't a Jimenez bakery, man. Okay. I said this on a, a Dominic's show. Uh, okay, okay. The reason why my dad started uh, working at a bakery was yeah. because um. They were very poor. They didn't have money uh, to buy food at yeah, times. For sure. So one time, uh, my dad was coming back from uh, asking from house to house, I think, uh, mm -hmm. for food, and then he walked past the oh, bakery. Wow, really? Yeah, man. He oh, walked shit. past the bakery, okay. and um, they. Uh, he he said he liked the smell of the bread and stuff, mm -hmm. and he was like, "Well, if I can work here, maybe I can bring some pan home." Okay, and that's okay. how it all started, man. Oh, so it just started from him being like, I, I mean, not with no disrespect, like they were broke. Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he was just trying to get a job, and all of a sudden you're making breads and breads feed everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't grow up on pandurses. I'm okay. Puerto, I'm actually Puerto Rican. Oh, yeah. We okay, did not okay. do pandurses. You bought me a bag of pandurses, which thank you. Yeah. My friends make fun of me because I love the muffins that you guys. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, that's my shit. I make yeah. it with the coffee or whatever. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I, I just think that. Okay, so that's cool. So. So he started off baking in Mexico. Yeah, that, that's where he started. Yeah, since how old he was like you, thirteen. How old were you when you left Mexico? When I left Mexico, uh, I think I was um, eight years old, nine. I really, oh wow, I really don't remember. But, but you were still a kid, so yeah, you remember it. Yeah, I remember some parts. It's like a, it's like a dream, you know, when you have a dream and you mm. wake up, and then it comes becomes like a distant memory. Oh wow, really? It's almost like a dream now. Yeah, I've heard you talk about construction workers and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, construction workers that need papers are my type, Enrique. So if <laughs> any of them have a part time job at Jimenez Bakery, just tell them, hey, I just was on this podcast with this guy. And, and he I, said he can fix your papers. Yeah, my new thing is that you know when the man leaves his woman for me, I'm several fucking upgrades because <laughs> I, fuck? yeah, especially in 2022 because I can cook, I can clean, I mm. make lunch here for my man's. You know, yeah, he yeah, ain't yeah. going to fucking work hungry. I got this shit. I'm kidding. You know, um, <clears throat> what I noticed about Jimenez Bakery was that everything is relatively. Uh, I mean, it's affordable. It's cheap. I mean, you sell the breads for 75 cents a piece. Yeah, right? yeah or yeah. something like that. 50, 75 cents a piece. Yeah, we started I, at 50 cents. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for any of any of my friends that from the New York, you know, I'm from New York, for that are watching this episode, what they do is they grab a tray and they get the little gloves or whatever, mm -hmm. and they just put as much fucking bread. But it's not, it's not like bread, like Wonder Bread and shit. It's like it's, <laughs> it's pandulces. Like you guys decorated, make it all fucking cute and shit. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. yeah and they do that. These people grab tons of trays of bread and they go buy it or whatever. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, so how the hell is a company like that able to stand only selling things at seventy five cents a piece? You know what I mean? Well, man, we don't only sell that. We also right. have cakes that range from. 
$25 to uh, $2,500. Uh, $2,500? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have pretty expensive cakes. We've oh, actually shit. made cakes for... Mm. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure we have been at a lot of parties here in, uh, okay. here in Waco, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, I mean... Me in Hillsboro, the, the most expensive cake I sold was I think it was five hundred bucks. Oh wow! And it was for a quinceanera. Okay. So I mean, I'm pretty sure my 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 uncle he's an expert at that. Okay. Okay. And the the, the people that are helping him, she she's she's pretty good with uh, cakes, man. So yeah, they sell their cakes for for quite a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so uh, do you be back there making the cakes sometimes too, though? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm not that experienced <laughs> with cakes. I okay. can make a cake. Yeah. But that's really not my thing, man. I like to focus on the sweets and stuff. No. Okay. Making a cake, I think that's 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 a work for a girl or someone that has patience, you know. Because I don't <laughs> have any, any fucking. I know, bitch, but I got pa- I don't got patience either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I feel you. bro. Let me let me ask you because we mentioned you know I've had a lot of um, undocumented guests, if you will, on this show. Okay. You know, people that came from Mexico and mm-hmm. stuff like that so was there a struggle for you and your family even to this day you know with you guys not having the citizenship and all that situated and all, i mean you're able to run a successful business so do you guys face a lot of backlash and hardships and stuff like that so most of my family they're they're good here in the u.s uh, they're oh, okay. daca recipients oh yeah yeah uh, yeah so my, all my brothers are good they're okay uh mm. two of my younger brothers were actually born here oh, i'm the only you. one i uh I'm actually a. Uh, I, I got in trouble when I was really young, so yeah, I was yeah. I wasn't approved to uh, to get that stuff. You know. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, okay. I got in trouble with the cops. At a, I was 17 when I caught uh, my first felony. Yeah, I had a similar guest with the same situation. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Can't get papers now because he was in trouble a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure down the road, uh, uh, if you know, if I you hire a good lawyer and yeah. And, and, well, if you need a sponsor, I got you. Okay. <laughs> I've definitely sponsored somebody to get their papers. They we didn't do anything, but <laughs> you know. But yeah, I sponsored him. He got in trouble, but you know. Mm. And then I had to go to court. I was really pissed, Enrique, because I had to go to court in fucking Dallas. So I picked out the best fucking outfit. Okay. Then I go over there, and they didn't let me like say anything. Mm. I was like, "What was the purpose of this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they said, "Hey, you good? You can get out of immigration prison." Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. But like, but you you went to school here. I mean, so what part of the town are you from? And all that. It's from from South Waco. From South Waco. South Waco. Oh, yeah. I love so actually, guys. where we're yeah. at right now on okay. Webster and Thirteenth, I think it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is where I grew up, man. I grew up right here on Tenth Street. Yeah. Bunk, yeah. By Kate Ross. Um, mm. uh, the house I used to live in, of course, it's it's not there anymore because they built a hotel uh, where I used to live. Right. But yeah, man, I grew up here. This is where I grew up until I was, I think, uh, almost in my 20s, man. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Okay. So when you were in your 20s, did you... How did that work out? Oh, you moved. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We, 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 yeah we, we moved to to a different part of town. To a different part of it's town. It's not. It's not. It's not the richest part of town, but it's not. Right. It's not Cape Ross either. No, you know? it's okay. Did you find a lot of hardships moving from Mexico to here? I mean, you probably didn't speak a lot of English, and mm. I bet you faced a lot of bullying and stuff like that. Yeah, man. I actually, um, I I did. I did go through a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my younger brother Lalo, we went through a lot of that stuff. Cause right. I mean, coming from from a different country, uh, you know, you're not accustomed to the things they're accustomed to here, and you're not, you know, th- the main thing was the language barrier. You know, yeah, for sure. I, I I had a couple of girls call me a wet bag. A couple oh, okay. of guys call me a wet bag. Yeah. So that was kind of hurtful, man. And um, yeah. but now I'm, um, you know, I, I really don't care for it. You know, it's yeah. It's, now it's it doesn't whatever. bother you. It doesn't bother me at all anymore because yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't like putting any, anyone down, but right. I'm, 
I'm gonna in a better position than most of the guys that oh, used oh, to tell oh, me that oh, stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like when dudes call me a fag, like <laughs> when they try to be like offensive, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they really don't know that that low key turns me on. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they really don't know that I really want them to be calling me a fag in a different setting because that's just a fucking turn on. But <laughs> I, I love that we're able to take these things that are supposed to be offensive to us yeah, and, yeah, and utilize them as something positive. Well, not positive, but you know, we're able to overcome these things. And obviously, your family's very successful. He men bakery and yep. stuff. Um, you know, and I, I really wanted to like i said enrica and i have been speaking quite often since we coordinated this a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and um, i got to learn a lot about you behind the scenes and such and i told you you know when you come on this show i just want you to be open and honest and, you know whatever um you dealt with a lot of um substance abuse in the mm, past yeah yeah, yes. yeah, yeah okay yeah. and I, re- I, I really wanted to talk to you about that are we are we able to yeah yeah, yeah man. sure we? man yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. i want to I I share my story yeah, okay for sure. I'm here for, yeah. so um <clears throat> wow so okay this is gonna be great <laughs> so um <laughs> struggles with substance abuse what okay. were you using um well everything it's it all started off with uh weed okay it was weed, weed was, was the first thing that i did <laughs> right um and then i started hanging around it was it was like a I don't know, man, like a video game where you go through levels, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, weed's always level one. Yeah, like, weed If you can make one. it past weed, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I went from, from weed to, uh, okay. to uh, beer and cigarettes. Okay, And okay. then from cigarettes to pills and then from pills to... To uh to more hardcore stuff, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the worst things that I've done has been uh, cocaine, cocaine oh, use. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you know what? Um, I definitely want to get more into the cocaine use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just for all intents and purposes, I think beer and cigarettes is level one, then weed, and then other hardcore drugs. Which okay, is okay, nothing man. to joke about. But, <laughs> you know, um, I think it's interesting that you went through um, a lot of issues with substance abuse and addiction and all that um, and still maintain to, you know, run this very successful business here in town. But we're going to take a quick break, you guys. Okay. And when we get when we get back, we're going to learn more about Enrique Jimenez, his um, journey with substance abuse and how he was able to overcome it and the successes that he's achieved now. So make sure you guys stay tuned here on The Public Affair. <laughs> hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying this really exciting episode of The Public Affair with Mr. Enrique Jimenez. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by JR Renovations with my girl Juliana Resendez. She's a general contractor specializing in commercial businesses and residential homes. She's a true queen leveling the playing field in a male-dominated industry, darling. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at JR Renovations and call the number on the screen for your consultation. My girl Juliana is out there killing it. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of the Public Affair Girl. Truly appreciate you. Ooh, of course, the Bandas Hauling Service with Juliana and Ana Banda. They rent dump trailers. You fill it up and they haul it away, darling. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town. You know, my car broke down. They came and picked it up. He said he was going to be there in 20 minutes. He was there in 10 minutes. It was fucking lit. Mm. I didn't even have to do nothing. He just had it on the fucking thingy already and it was moved there and that was great. And then all the hot mechanics changed it. <laughs> but now with the number on the screen, the Bandas Hauling Service, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Oh my God. Mm. To Taquisa Palacios, where Onisimo and Lupe Palacios, they provide delicious and affordable tacos for any event. Meat choices include carne asada, pollo, chorizo, pastor, y barbacoa. Don't forget the aguas frescas. They got limonada, horchata, piña, melon, jamaica, y tamarindo también. They also provide all of the plastic wear. Book now with the number on the screen to Lupe and Onisimo Palacios. Thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of the public affair. Actually, shout out to Onisimo's mom. She made fucking tamales the other day. I said I was going to have two or three. I ate goddamn both dozens. They were so good. <laughs> 
Right. Shout out to you guys, of course, to Embrace Fitness with Lisa Luna and Amanda Switzer. They teach group fitness classes that are fun and dynamic, darling. They also specialize in total body workout by Excola and by Jackie and Zuba Step. Classes are Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. You can also contact them to rent the building for parties and small events to Lisette Luna and Amanda Switzer. They got you over there looking snatched for the summer, darling. Thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of the public affair. Of course, the alleys drive in with Alexis and Diana Rivas. They're a convenience store located where the old Kobe's is in South Waco. 2105 Dutton Avenue, to be exact. You can stop by for delicious snacks or a cold drink. If you need beer for a party or for yourself, they got you with a huge freezer stocked with a wide selection of ice cold beer. Order from the kitchen, too, with a delicious selection of food to satisfy your appetite, darling, or to go with that delicious cold beer. Stop by this monumental and convenient spot in South Waco today to Alexis and Diana. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, to Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez, located on Hewitt Drive, uh, making me look all super snackish for more than 110 episodes of The Public Affair. How about that? <laughs> Call the number on the screen to book or download the Cut app, and walk-ins are welcome as well. They got Marcus Guerrero, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Clint Flesher, and Isai over there making you look as much of a snack as I am. Thank you guys to Elite Barbershop for just being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. Truly, truly appreciate you. All right, guys, we're going to get right back into it with Mr. Enrique Jimenez with Jimenez Bakery here on The Public Affair. Let's go. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to this episode of The Public Affair with Mr. Enrique Jimenez. Before we took the break, we were just getting to know a little bit about Enrique, where he was from, and we were just diving into the pretty tumultuous past that he dealt with with addiction and drugs. Now, you mentioned that the worst that it ever got was cocaine for you. Mm, it got, it or got was a little, worse than that? It got a little bit worse than that, man, okay. but that's, that's still a touchy subject. And oh, okay. It's something that I haven't uh, fully healed from. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I, think, I think my mind, and uh, I still think about the people that I've heard, the, mm. the the things that I went through when I was doing that stuff. So it is it is kind it's, of a touchy it is subject. Kind of, like as far as past the cocaine. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, you know, what was your introduction to drugs? That um, so I actually used to work at Outback. Okay. And then one of my coworkers had a party at his apartment. Mm -hmm. um, everybody went. Everyone from work was there. And I remember that was, that was my first time I ever saw cocaine. Wow. Um, he... It was an older man. I was probably like um, 19, 18. Okay. And the man, he, he was like 45, I think. And I was with uh -huh. my buddy and some girls, you know, and um, it uh, that's that's where everything started, man. Really, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, well, everybody was drunk and me and my buddy, uh, we, we were seeing people do it. So we were mm. like... You know? Oh, let's just try it. Yeah. Well, 18, 19 years old, you're a very experimental yeah, yeah, age. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um when did you when did you know that you became addicted to that drug? Hmm. Because I mean you're, you're 18, 19, it's probably something that you tried, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I thought it was I, just a funny a fun thing a fun to do. Thing you to know? do with the parties because everybody's yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, everyone's okay. doing it. Everyone that I'm hanging out with is doing it. So hmm. I thought it was I thought it was I was fitting in, you know, yeah, for more, sure. more more than more than anything. I felt like I fit in with the crowd of people that I wanted to be yeah. around, you know? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. And so when did you know that you became addicted to that drug? Mm, it was probably... Well, I can't remember when I realized I was okay, addicted okay. to it, man. But uh, I noticed it became a problem when I started to miss work. Mm. Um when I started to change towards the people that loved me, you right. know, yeah. when, when I saw people that really loved me, um, turn their backs on me. Okay. Uh, and 
when I when I started pushing people away, that's when I was right, like, right. shit, I think I do have a problem, you know? Okay. I didn't want to admit it. I was blind to it, but right. that that's that's when I I was really like Fuck. When when you say that you were hurting people, because I was I had a really good friend who was addicted to cocaine. Okay. And um I remember he would say like some of the most heinous shit to me for mm. no reason. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So what were some of the things that you were doing? Because you you know, you use the term people turned your their back on you. Yeah, but what, uh, you know, was I, I it think, that yeah. or you? They were really just like, "Hey, we gotta love you from a distance," type thing. You yeah, know? man. I, 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 don't, I think I used the wrong term. You no, know, no, I think I, 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 yeah, think yeah. I worded wrong. But <laughs> okay. uh, you know, if I had a friend that was like me, I probably wouldn't want to stick around and see where the fuck he's going with his life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even though I, I mean, you know, I love you or whatever, but I'm gonna right. love you from a distance. You yes, know? for sure. And that's that's basically what I think happened. I don't think anyone's stopped caring about me, but they kind of yeah. just, uh, you know, they didn't want to get. They didn't want to be put through the stuff I was putting them sure, through, you sure. know. And seeing seeing your friend or your loved one slowly kill themselves, I don't think anyone would want to yeah. would want to be a part of that, you know. That, yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely a really hard thing to go through. Yeah. Like I said, I, I was definitely involved. Well, I had a really good friend that was addicted to it, mm. um, and it definitely ended up um, affecting our friendship as well. Um, just because you know, you mentioned earlier that you were you were hurting the people that you love. What were some of the things that you were doing or the drug was making you do to have these people be like, you know what, I'm not really fucking with him like that no more. Yeah, man, so I mean, I was disrespecting them, you know, okay. like my parents just by not, them not not um, knowing where I was, because I would go missing for weeks, oh. months at a time. You oh, know? Wow, really? Yeah, and I would yeah. just block myself off. I wouldn't talk to anyone. I wouldn't let anyone know where, where I was at. And that's that's oh. kind of like, that's... Uh, yeah, man, that's that's. Was that was that part of being ashamed of yourself, or like, what? Why would you like exclude yourself from life? You know what I mean? Like, well, part of it was because I didn't want people to see me that way. Oh, you know, gotcha. Okay. And instead of uh, doing a good thing, I think I was I was doing something uh, pretty messed up. Because I mean, you know, my dad, I know he loves me. My mom, yeah, I know yeah. she loves me. You know, my brothers do too. Yeah. Uh, and for them not to know where I was, it, it was it wow. was. I think that's. That's like, that's definitely one of the most hurtful things for sure. I yeah. mean, if I would be worried about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what the fuck? I mean, are you answering your phone? I mean, I mean, was it that bad? I mean, did we have cell phones at the time where the people were able to reach out to you? Or? <laughs> yeah, I think cell phones okay. came out when I was like twenty, bro. Okay, well, <laughs> listen, don't do me, Enrique. Okay? I'll get up and kick your ass. <laughs> uh, you know what? How bad did it get for you, though? I mean, did you ever OD or anything? Or mm, fuck yeah, bro. It uh, it got super bad. I think I was. Uh-huh. Uh, I was at the hospital for about for about fifteen days. Oh total. wow, really? Yeah. From the the drug or uh, from alcohol and and, oh, and, and and coke, yeah, and cocaine. Okay, yeah, man. I actually they actually just called me that I owed the people for sixty five thousand dollars. Oh wow, from the, hospital the fucking state. hospital? Yeah, you still owe them sixty five thousand dollars? Well, this was this yeah. was not that long ago. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't really pay hospital bills, so like, <laughs> I don't. Like, you know what I mean? No, yeah, I mean, man, you but, should, that's, but that's how bad it got, man. Oh, and you know, oh, wow. uh, how long ago was it? Can I ask? Hmm, this was about eight months ago, I want to say. Oh, so this wow. Is, this was kind of recent. Man. Oh, that was really like, yeah, recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I was in the hospital. And, uh-huh. you know, this is when I realized, too, that I had become a piece of shit, you know, because no. I, when I was at the hospital, mm. I received one phone call. Mm. I received two phone calls, mm. one from my brother, Eric, and then one from my brother, Jose Barunda. Mm. Uh, shout out to both of them, man, because yeah. they, they, they both called me and I, I remember Jose, uh, you know, you know, when you give somebody that tough love yes, and you're, and he was like, Levantate, like, you know, like yeah, yeah. encouraging me to get up out of that bed, you know, for sure. But I mean, I understand they have their lives so they couldn't really come and visit. But, mm-hmm. uh, other than that, man, I felt super alone. And that's when I knew like, 
you've become a monster. No yeah. one wants to see you. Not even here. Uh-huh. You're 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 on a seizure watch, and nobody wants to okay. to even come close to you. Even then, you know. So how did you get to the hospital? Like, I mean, did you just wake up in a hospital bed? Like, were you using one night, and then mm. all of a sudden you were there? Or? So I actually tried to stop, man. I tried to stop using. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I became very shaky. Right. And like a withdrawal. I started to have withdrawals, right. but I was tired of that. I didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. So um. So yeah, I, I got myself up and uh, uh, I called a friend and, and and they took me to the hospital. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, I will say, you know, a similar situation that mm-hmm. I told you, I, I remember the, he called me one day and I was so, this is why I was so sensitive to it because it was like the scariest thing ever to be on the other side of it where mm-hmm. you're like your best friend calls you and says, I like I'm about to fucking die. Like my my chest is about my heart's about to pump out of my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, I am having like shakes, you know, and you have to take me to the hospital because I'm about to die. Like that was like the scariest thing. Mm. Ever. Was it a similar situation with you? Yeah, and your man, that, that's okay. that's exactly how it feels, you know. Wow. Yeah, yeah oh, that's, shit. It, it, it was a pretty bad situation, and I, mm. I just told myself, you know, I. I have to stop, you know. I have a I have a son now, and, right. and and he looks up to me, you know. And your son is fairly young, right? Like he's almost what, like one or something, or two? Uh, he's two years he's old. Two he's years he'll old. be three in November the first. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, yeah, he's man. got a birthday in around the corner. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, man. And for his first birthday, uh, I was almost not there because of the drinking and the uh-huh. and the using, you know. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah uh, it was it, it got pretty bad, man. Right, for sure. Yeah. So you're in the hospital. Nobody's yeah. really hitting you up now. Do you blame the people? Like, I mean, surely you're not mad at them because you're like. I mean, you're in the hospital. Only two people are hitting you up. And you're like, wow, I really did fuck over a lot of people over this drug. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it was it, it, it mostly was the alcohol, man. Cause, okay, okay. Uh, it, it's easier to get, you know. You can just stop at any store. Oh, and yeah, can, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I took a couple shots. Me, took a couple shots before this. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Now I feel bad as fuck. But anyway, you know. <laughs> no, that's fine, man. No, you know, yeah. everyone does what, what, what they want, you know. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it... it uh, it was it was a pretty bad situation. Okay. Overall, did man. you did you ever hit rock bottom with it? I mean, what was the worst that it ever got? Was it the hospital situation? The, I mean, it, that yeah, that's that's the worst it I, got, man. Really? Yeah, okay. and I mean, uh, yeah, almost not being able to see my son anymore, you know, because mm. uh, it got pretty bad, man. Wait, so were they keeping you? I mean, surely they're keeping you from the son because of the substance abuse and everything. So. Mm, no one was keeping me from him, but oh, okay. it was like, uh, you know. It, it it I wasn't able to see him at times, you know, mm. uh, just off a of personal choice because you were high. Or? At times, yeah, at times okay, it would okay. be because of personal. You choice. know what I admire about what you're saying about right now is mm-hmm. because you went through an addiction, mm-hmm. um, and you were able to acknowledge, okay, I don't want anybody to see me like this. Mm-hmm. I am, I don't want my son to see me like this. I know that I'm high. I know that I'm fucking up right now. I need, uh, but you know, I think it's a little sad to hear that you chose the route of excluding yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it all worth it? Mm, no no of course it's not no it's 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 hell like it's it's hell you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm I'm still i'm still uh coping with it i'm still paying the consequences for uh past actions that i've had you know and i'm I'm, you know one thing that i wanted to tell you is that i'm not on your show to pretend that i'm this uh this perfect business owner yeah yeah or 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 an angel you know yeah a lot of people don't know any of this stuff this is going to be new to like a whole bunch of people you know okay um People, people would see me at the bakery and would see, oh, well, he has a business. He, he's living the perfect good. life. Yeah. He has he has a wife. He has a, a, a son. Mm-hmm. He must be, you know, living the this picture perfect life, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was it wasn't the case, man. Actually, right. uh, once I opened up that business, stress com- started coming on to me. Oh, My son was okay. barely born, right? And and that's this this was when it got pretty pretty bad. Oh, okay, yeah, man. So so that started uh, the the stress was probably a trigger for you. 
uh, yeah. Yeah. The stress would be a trigger for me. Okay. And you know, uh, my son was a newborn and sometimes I would just feel bad. I would be like, man, I can barely, I can barely feed myself. What mm. am I going to do with, with, with a son with now, son, you know, yeah. like, what am I going to do for him? And, mm. and that, that was kind of a trigger too, for me to, to feel doubtful and to be, to feel that I wasn't going to be enough for him, you know? Wow. Okay. Yeah. What were some other triggers that you had to go through, Enrique? Like, as in turn, like what would make you start using? Cause I remember with, with the person that I knew, mm -hmm. his trigger was always drinking. So he never just used cocaine recreationally. He would get really drunk and then go. Use. Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. You know? That's 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 the number one trigger right. for it. And that in my in my personal experience, that was it too. You know. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. Wow. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Was when you hit rock bottom, mm -hmm. and you know you're in the hospital and everything. Did you did you ever feel like okay, this is over for me? Like, did you ever get suicidal? Like, I mean, surely the depression started kicking in and stuff like that. Mm. I, I I didn't get I didn't get suicidal, okay. um, but I did. Sometimes I would I would drink so much to okay. where I would feel that I would just wasn't gonna like wake up or stuff wow like really yeah. okay got you got um you know you you mentioned because it's, it's fairly new it's only been eight months mm -hmm. since you know um do you still struggle with wanting to use of course man i still yeah. i still struggle with wow. it man. okay um oh, I don't, that just touched me <laughs> Shit. yeah, yeah <laughs> thank man. you for admitting that i really appreciate it. yeah that. man yeah, yeah. so it takes, uh, it takes yeah, a lot. Man, like okay. i told you i'm not mm -hmm. here to you know I, my goal with this, with mm. me being on your show and yes. being on camera, okay, is that I can uh, I can touch someone behind those two cameras, yeah, you know? for sure, and that I can I well, can that's your camera right there. I can okay, that one, okay, <laughs> okay. So I can be an inspiration to someone, you know, someone that might be going through that stuff right now as, right, right. as the show is recording, uh, right. and they can be like, man, you know, um, he went through that. Maybe I can get out of it too, you know. So okay, here's a good question. Okay. You, you deal with the struggle still. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's obviously times where you probably want to use and you know what I mean? Like I said, yeah. I, I took a couple shots before the show. So now I feel horrible, but <laughs> yeah, I, you know, whatever. But, um, do you, do you feel like the, um, what, how am I going to put this? Do you feel like the, um, the struggle of wanting to use has gotten easier now than it was eight months ago? Definitely, man. Okay. Like you're able to, um, control yourself because surely you probably still like to go have a drink yeah i just had a couple of drinks uh yeah. not a couple of days ago you yeah, know yeah. uh i mean <laughs> it didn't get as bad as that used to, uh, as yeah. it used to you know but uh i had a couple of drinks the other day so that was like kind of like a, a, a small relapse that i had um but yeah i still struggle with it man and but, I, I think i'm gonna struggle with it for 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 quite some years yeah for sure yeah well that's why they call it addiction mm -hmm. right i mean because we could take a shot of the bucanans <laughs> But you're not wanting to use now on the show, are you? Like, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Don't get me arrested, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, okay, good. Um, you know, because we we talked actually just on my last episode and when I had Dominic Villa on okay. the show, um, we, we grew up in Hispanic communities, mm, okay? Yeah. And we're not allowed to talk about, like, depression. Mental and we're not problems. Mental yeah, problems yeah. And stuff like that. You were probably obviously going through some shit. The drugs took you to a different place that nobody nobody probably ever thought you were going to go. Yeah. Did, who was there for you to, I guess, talk to about it? You know what I mean? Um, 
some people were there for me, you know, but it did get to a point where mm. where I found myself alone, man. Did you ever talk to your family about it? Um, I I kind of did, man. Look, uh, me and my my I love my brothers, I love my mom, I oh, love yeah, my yeah. dad, but we don't have a a very like you know like a very close relationship okay, okay. to where I could go up to my brother and be like. Uh, like I'm going through this stuff, you know. Yeah, but he probably be like, "Bitch, like, shut up." Uh, yes, uh, yeah, for sure. No, that happens. In all of them. Los huevos and you know, okay, yeah, yeah. And that, that's sure. just the way we are, man. That's yes. just the way we are, you know. Yes. Like we all deal with our problems a different way, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got you. Do you, you know, with with you still struggling mm -hmm. with the addiction and wanting to mm -hmm. use and all that? Do you ever think about seeking help now? Because yeah, I mean, we can, it's okay to now to acknowledge we're fairly the same age. What are you thirty? something yeah yeah, okay. yeah i'll turn 31 in, a, in a february okay i just turned 31 so okay. we're the same age <laughs> so so you know i think now we're in a time in our lives where it's okay to actually reach out and mm -hmm. stuff like that and ask for help um do you ever feel like you would want to do that like maybe seek therapy or something yeah yeah, yeah. so actually i've uh I've, uh i've i've gone to to aa to uh mm. the triangle i think it's called oh really okay. yeah, I've, I've gone like twice since how is since, that like uh it's, is it weird for you at first or? yeah it is man yeah, okay. you, it's it's, it's it, i mean you feel kind of shame ashamed of ashamed of yourself yeah you're yeah. like fuck am i gonna see someone here that i know and they're gonna be like damn well, i thought you mm. were doing this and you were doing that you know okay okay yeah, yeah wow that's that's pretty crazy um I, I guess if you're still struggling, mm -hmm. and I could be completely ignorant here, so please forgive me. Yeah, has there there's not been a recovery process then, in terms of you getting better as far as like the addiction and all that? Mm. Not yet, at least. Or well, uh, what do you, what do you mean by I don't know? Like I, I don't know. I don't know what people do when they're addicted. I mean rehab. If you rehab, will. no, no, okay. no. Yeah, uh, I think that's good. that's that was like the last resort. You know. Okay. I did you, think about it a lot of times, right. but my 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 fear was being away from my son for that long. You know, okay. Mm, I don't know why because I would do it for so long at sometimes, right? For sure. You know, and I wasn't thinking about it when I was under okay. the influence. You know, but right. w once I'm sober, it's like like God, like I don't want I don't want to do that to my son. It's like yeah. a realization. Yeah, all yeah, of yeah, a sudden, yeah, yeah. For sure. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> that that was pretty deep. Um, what what more can you leave us with? In I mean, first of all, I just have to thank you so much for even admitting that you still struggle with the addiction. <laughs> because that, that's, not, you know, a lot of people would fake, listen, they get on the camera, they fake it, and they're like, oh, no, I'm good now. No, you know man, what I mean? this is 100% me. And uh, I mean, like I told you before we, mm -hmm. we, we came on your show, you know, I didn't want to really talk to you a lot about the stuff that mm -hmm. I wanted to share. But yeah. but I mean, this is me and this is who I am. And, and I'm, I'm content with myself right for now sure, because sure. Uh, this has made me that the person that I am, you know? Right. Um, I mean, having a business, it is pretty hard, and it could be, oh yeah, uh, it could be a toll on you. And yes. I saw that with my own eyes, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I just want to say I'll leave it with this then, because <laughs> I know it's really touchy for you. But uh, <laughs> as somebody who is still struggling with addiction, you know, it was always really hard for me to be involved with somebody again. That okay. was like because I mean, this just happened three years ago, and yeah, it's so yeah. crazy that these episodes are all co coinciding around the time that this event took place. Go watch episode six, because okay. uh, I don't want to harp on it right now. But um, I just have to say, as your friend and somebody that I've built a relationship with in the mm -hmm. last few weeks and, you know, have really got to know. And I, I just really applaud you and admire you for, for really being honest about everything that you've been going through and, you know, not faking and be like, Oh no, I'm good now. I don't know. No, you're still struggling with this shit. Yeah, man. Like, I'm, this I mean, is still a problem. Yeah. For you, it's, you know? it's, uh, you know, like if, if, uh, if a friend calls and he's like, let's uh -huh. have a couple of drinks. I know those drinks are probably going to turn oh, yeah. into, a, um, into more drinks, but, uh -huh. um, you know, I'm learning to cope with it. And, uh, I, I felt like the, the Hillsboro location was 
uh, taking a toll on me, right? Okay, okay. So what I decided to do, I got offered a job to manage the the bakery at La Michoacana. Uh, La Michoacana. So I was like, okay, okay I, I'm I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of gonna. I kind of put myself in like this personal rehab process. Oh, okay. You know, so I was like, I'm going to step down for the bakery. We'll rent it out. We'll rent the equipment. We'll mm -hmm. rent the, the name of it. Mm -hmm. And then I work here and, you know, let's see how this goes. Okay. And, and up until now, man, it's been going very good, oh, man. Good. I, so the Jimenez Bakery in Hillsborough is not yours anymore? Or? No, no, no. Yes, it's mine. We, oh, signed, it's still a, yours. Okay. we signed a contract with, with the man. Now oh, for okay, for see. a year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, we oh, so he's running your business. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. That's a boss <laughs> shit right there. Okay. You know, okay, wait. Yeah, um, I'll leave the drugs conversation with this. If you ever okay. need a shoulder to cry on, I'm here for you. Thank you so much, man. I Thank mean, you. I don't, no, I definitely love to have me live drinky. Yeah. Only on the show. You know yeah. what I mean? I've never used illicit drugs or even smoked a cigarette because I don't want my teeth all fucked up. Okay. okay. Yeah, but if you ever need um, a friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah for, for sure. I really for sure, like yeah. you. I really do. And no, 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 no stupid shit. I'm really being for real. Mm. Okay. Anyway, um, let's talk about the success of the business. You know, you were mentioning earlier, uh, and one thing that I really, really, that struck a chord with me when we were having outside conversations outside of the show was that the, the business for you, Jimenez got mm -hmm. so big in the family that the family dynamic kind of faded away. And you mm. just, you just mentioned something about how you and your family are not, I mean, you guys all love each other, obviously, yeah, but yeah, you guys sure. are not like, tight knit anymore mm. because everybody's so probably busy with the business. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you, how do you internalize? Like, how do you feel about that? Mm, well, it kind of sucks, you know, but I mean, okay. it's, it's just, it's just part of it, you know, it's yeah. part of the process. It's part of, uh, you know, money, money does different things to people. Oh yeah. And, and I mean, in my case, uh, in our, in my family, you know, yeah. like everyone's just focused on their own thing, you know? Oh like, yeah, for sure. We're all, I mean, we love each other. If, yes. if anything was to happen to me, if anything was to happen to one of my brothers, we'll all be there for we'll them, there for each other. other but, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, everyone's just kind of, kind of doing, doing their own their thing. Own thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how do you change the narrative when it comes to you and like your son and all that? Like, I mean, you don't want to be too busy where you don't spend time with him. Right. Or you yeah. treat him the same way. So how, like if you grew up in an environment where it's like, Oh my goodness, everything mm -hmm. is so business first family a second. Mm -hmm. So now we're not eating dinner with each other at the table and all that. Yeah. What do you do to change that with your son? So, uh, one of the things that I did was to, to accept this, uh, this managing position at, at La Michoacana. At because, La Michoacana. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I, I, I get out whenever I want, you know, okay, okay. and and over there in I get to go in or I get to leave when whenever I want. Yeah. I, as long as I have, you know, things in order there. For sure. Yeah. And in Hillsboro, man, you know, if someone called in. Uh -huh. I had to stay, you know, if, oh, okay. if, if my afternoon people, if, uh, they called in, if they called in, you know, I would have, want to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. and that would be, that, that was a very frequent thing, man. Like okay. that's something I struggled with a lot. Uh, I don't know why it was, but yeah, man, sometimes yeah. I would have to be there from opening until close, man. Wow. Times, yeah. Oh yeah. That's running a business. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can I just say though, just on a little funny side note, fuck mm -hmm. you for sending me the picture of those tacos that you ate earlier <laughs> from Michoacana. Cause you know, they got some carnitas that I love Michoacana. Yeah, I'm so I was really I was trying not to eat a lot, um, Enrique, because I didn't want to be bloated before the show. You ass, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. why you want to tease people and shit. Okay. Um, okay, so so you you took in a step back from actually running the from Hillsborough. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why did you think that was that was rude? Do you think that was a good location to open up at? I mean, has it been going? I mean, I don't see Hillsborough as like you know what I mean. So this is my plan at okay, first, okay. man. My plan was to <laughs> to open up a bakery in a small town. Oh, Hillsborough. In All a right, small but, town. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, the population, I think it's like 8,000, okay. 8,500. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's somewhere there. I mean, we don't know the census and shit, <laughs> all right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I was like, man, you know, I can go try this out and okay. start off small, you know? Yes. Get, get my feet 
in the water, you know, for and, sure, and, for sure. and see and like, kind of like get the, get the feel of what mm -hmm. it is to run a business. And then yeah, yeah. maybe down the road, I can take it somewhere else, man. Not oh, just okay. there, you know? Well, so, but now it's going, it's doing really well, though, nonetheless. Uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you, mean, you brought me the pandurisas. I wish we can show them, but I'm definitely gonna roll around in this chocolate <laughs> yeah, yeah. afterwards. Okay, I really am. Um, you know, so um, do you think that now, since you're running the bakery at Michoacan, it's the Michoacan for anybody who wants to go see Enrique and take a picture with him and thank him for his, <laughs> his story. It's the Michoacan over down twenty something uh, street, right? Uh, it's on Waco Drive. It's on like Waco Drive. It's like 20th. Ranchito, and then there's Silly Buns' house. I call him his name is Mario, but I call him Silly Buns. Okay, and, and, and then there's Michoacan. It's like yeah, right there. Yeah. You could throw a rock at it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you find it easier running that portion of the bakery and then letting somebody else run the business in? Um, Hillsborough? Yeah, man. Well, like I said, right. man, I, I, f I really feel like that was the best decision. Yeah, for because sure. Because I was really, I was really playing with, with okay. my health and my life, man. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I feel like that was the best decision I could, I could have made. Mm. It was either that or close the bakery down because okay. I, I honestly did not want to be there anymore, man. Wow. I was kidding myself there. So the bakery is right next to a liquor store. Oh, 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 yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. So it, 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 it wasn't that hard for me to to walk to so get a bottle of bucanans and <laughs> you know go bake some fucking pans yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's what i would do at times you know like i would get a bottle uh -huh. it got to man were you drinking at work man it got to a point where uh -huh. i would i would wake up every hour while i slept uh -huh. to take a shot and then that's the only way i could sleep man oh wow it got it got okay. that bad but with the liquor store next to Jimenez, yeah, man, there was there were times. That's okay to admit it. Yeah, 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 yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. Did, did. yeah. I just had a guy come on here and tell us that he was such an alcoholic that he was teaching while he was drinking. Ooh, yeah. shit! And he it took a lot for him to admit that it did. And I applaud him. Shout out to Matthew. He did. He okay. said his alcoholism got so bad mm. that um, he was going to work as a teacher, as a coach, okay. and was drinking. Wow, yeah. I was doing that in Mexico, though. You're, oh, okay. okay <laughs> I, was, I was teaching English in Mexico. And, oh, were you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I, okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't drinking while I was teaching, but I okay. would show up hungover as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, man. But that's what I'm saying. This this disease, because like it just treats everybody so differently. It's so disgusting. You yeah, know man, what and, I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't really... That don't really take that into consideration, mm -hmm. but this thing is this thing is a sickness, man. It's oh yeah, it's 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 a disease basically. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, <clears throat> um, you know, as a business owner, as somebody that runs with, and you were just mentioning, you know, you want to come on here, you're not faking anything, which I think you're being 100 genuine and honest, mm -hmm. which I appreciate because that's what we do on the public affair. Yeah, okay, <laughs> it's all realness here, darling. Um, how do you deal with the negative comments about yourself, considering the past that you went through? I mean, it was just eight months ago where you were dealing with a pretty serious addiction. Yeah, you know what I mean, mean so I'm pretty, I mean, I'm, got an opinion. You know you're going to get a lot of hate comments for being on this show. That's okay. We ignore those. <laughs> Everybody does. I, I had a, Listen, I've had girls on this show tell us that their man beat them, and then people go in the comments and call them fucking sluts. It's disgusting. I think I'll yeah. disable comments for you. <laughs> Don't worry. You're good. No, but that, that's what I'm saying. Everybody always got an opinion. Yeah, man. And well, people you say know, the most like, I've gotten yeah. to a point in my life, bro, where mm. it's like, um, you know, this is just who the fuck I am. And if you right. want to be around me for it, mm. then that's good. That's cool, man. You know, I'm trying to work on myself. I'm trying to become right. a better person. If you want to be here for it, then, um, you know, you're welcome being yes. here. But yes. if you don't, then I honestly don't care. You know, you go. I'm at a point where, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I need to be happy with myself and with the person that I am. Man. And yes. I need to accept my past. I need to accept my flaws and I need to accept who, who, who I'm becoming and who I used to be, you know? I can feel that that took a lot out of you. Yeah, man. And I yeah. appreciate you. I love you, man. For that. Man, Thank I, you. I, have, I can feel that they, that bursted out of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, Thank man. Because I mean, uh -huh. it is it is pretty bad when I receive bad comments from people that I love. Right. You know, like 
be haters, Enrique. That's all it is. Everybody's always going to have an opinion. Everybody has a preconceived idea about you. About me, too. Listen, I've done some pretty deplorable shit in my life as well. Everybody <laughs> yeah. always got fucking something to something to say. Shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so I get it. You know, don't let, and don't worry. I won't let anybody talk bad about you, because okay? I think you're being <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it's if it was someone that I didn't know or that yeah. I didn't care for you, I would be like, man, you know what, fuck it, you know? But yes. sometimes this comments come from people, from that, people that, mm. that I look up to, people that... Mm. that that I that I kind of like crave their respect right, right. and crave like their approval of me, you know. Okay, yeah, and, they're, yeah. and they're disrespecting you. So how do you how do you internalize that and move on? Man, well, I can't blame them, bro, because mm. the piece of shit I used to be, you know. Can we just hear the level of accountability and atonement <laughs> that's coming out of this man's mouth? Honestly, like, listen, there is a lot of addicts out there. I think one of the first steps, right, like in the the program, is um, mm-hmm. accepting it. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and that's what you're doing. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to. There's accept, a lot of people yeah, that yeah. sit there and t- straight to the face that they don't have a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, and you know the, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the way I used to be, man. Yeah. I used to, I used to be like, man, I don't have a problem. I can stop whenever I want. Mm. I can go out. I can have four drinks. Yeah, and and it, it, I always proved myself wrong, bro. I okay. always did. Every good, every single time deal. I did, yeah. Good. Deal. I'm so proud of you. You yeah. know, you know, I'm proud of you. Man, thank you, bro. No, thank I really you. am. And I want you to know that I would never let anybody pass judgment on you outside. Like I said, there's a lot of people that have been on this show, but got an opinion. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just, I really applaud your honesty. I think it takes a lot out for you, even as a business owner now and somebody that's running a prominent business in your family is mm-hmm. for you to say that this is something that I'm still struggling with. Yeah, and this yeah. is something that, you know, people are still judging me for. Is there, a, is there today, is there a misconception about who you are now because of your past? Like, sure, you, man. Yeah, I yeah. get that. I get that. You know, I I know a lot of people look at me different because of my past, you mm-hmm. know, and I know that I'm man. It's it's just part of part of the struggle, man. For you sure, know, it's part sure. of part of the process, part of the healing. Yes. You know, I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go through. A, I have to to earn my trust and to earn okay. my respect back from all these people. You know. Yes. Definitely. Sorry, the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna make an inappropriate joke, but I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. No, no, bro. I God, I I really do appreciate that. Um, Yeah. You know, so with the struggle still going on and everything, um, do do you, how do you feel about yourself? Hmm. Well, at this point, man, I can say I I feel, I feel, I feel pretty confident about myself. I I feel like I can, you know, I've conquered this, this, this drug that I used to be on. It's one of the, one of the worst things you can do, man. I agree. And I conquered that. Uh, and you know, after that became the alcohol, but you know, just like a conquered that past, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to get past this and I'm pretty sure I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be the the person that my loved ones and my friends uh, want me to be, you know, the, the, because I know they have hopes for me and I know even though if I push them away a little, I know they still have, they still have that, um, that hope that I'm going to become, that I'm going to put my potential to full full use, full use you know okay yeah, yeah i'm proud of you thank and you, i have man. a lot of love for you thank i you. really do i i'm very very proud of you and the person that you are today and i think it took a lot for you to come on the show and really admit that especially owning a prominent business in town and stuff yeah. like that <laughs> are you feeling okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, i can tell it took a lot of it the, 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 the tension in the room you guys have to be here to feel it it was <laughs> like yeah um god Enrique, you know we are running out of time you know thank you so much for um talking about your struggle with alcoholism mm-hmm. with drug abuse and all that um jimenez bakery is doing well it's doing yeah, pretty good, yeah. It's going, going good for now, my now, dad. It's going good for myself. Now, can y'all please take credit cards, though? Because, you know, I'm really trying to sell you guys out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh, it's, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll decide yeah. that later. You know, um, Enrique, what is next for you? Well, I'm hoping to, uh, 
to build a relationship with my loved ones. Um, okay. I, I want to be, you know, I know they, I know they still have hope in me and I want to become that brother. Mm-hmm. I want to become that son. I want to become that, that cousin. I want to become the dad that, yeah. that I should be, you know, yeah. because, uh, you know, I'm struggling with this and or whatever, but I know that this is not the end of it, man. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Most definitely. Uh, I have hopes for myself and, you know, I don't, I don't want to stop here with this business, you know. Yeah, yeah. Down the road, maybe, maybe in the near future, we can do okay. some other things, you know. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm definitely going to be now visiting. I, well, I got to go to the Michoacana now. Now that I know that you're ready, <laughs> so you're there all the time, probably. Uh, yeah, I'm there yeah. from five in the morning, between five and seven in the morning mm-hmm. to around four p.m. Oh shit! Sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely going to come visit you. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, God, Anika, what can, what else can you leave us with? I mean, so what is your message to anybody out there? watching you right now dealing with an addiction currently man my message to anyone dealing with this with this struggle and this stuff man it would be to just you know man don't think any less of yourself you know it it does get hard it is tough and and it uh it does take a toll on you but there is hope mm-hmm. if you really want to change if you really want to want to pick yourself up there's there's hope man and and you have that in you you know yeah 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 definitely Jeez, Enrique, God, I hate that we're out of time. Um, is there anything else that you can leave us with? Did I miss anything? Or? Man, no, man. I'm, I mean, I'm really grateful for you letting me be on the show, Thank man. You. I really feel relieved because, uh, yeah. you know. That uh, was tough, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, before I came on the show, uh-huh. I was told that I was like, um, uh, that I was going to, I kind of like uh, pretend to be someone that I wasn't. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bet so you I'm... they're the first one to watch. What's up? <laughs> Make sure you like, <laughs> like and comment no, and no, share. Yeah, yeah, man. But uh... so you're still dealing with this ridicule. Uh, like people are still passing. I mean, it's you. just, it's mm-hmm. just. Uh, I've made a lot of people hate me, man, because okay. of that stuff, you know, yeah, because sure. of that shit. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I understand that it's probably not them. I know. I understand mm-hmm. that's. Uh, it's just the way I treated this yeah. people like it 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 fucked them up you know yeah, like yeah, for just sure. did, like it did me yes you know and but I mean but Jesus you know? Christ you guys cut Enrique some fucking slack at least <laughs> at least he can admit that he still has a problem you know what I mean like yeah. good for you I really am just very proud of you I honestly am thank you, man, I, I thank just you. I not that I thought you were gonna come on any other way but you you really I feel like you kept it really genuine and I really appreciate yeah that, man this is know? just this is the person I am That's, and. Uh, yes. You know, actually, my my, my good friend uh, Eric, mm-hmm. he, uh, I don't want to say too much about him, but oh, okay. he he was there for me yeah. during some times, and you know, uh-huh. he told me he was like, "Man, bro, you know, shout out Eric Ogin, man." Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say too much about him, man. <laughs> yeah, but he 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 really encouraged me, man, and That's he was like, up. "Man, bro, you know, go put go put our story out there, man, because yeah. go go put, go put that story out there and." Cause maybe you touch somebody's heart. If you could yes. touch one person's heart, you you it. did something, man. Yeah. You know, go go put it out there, and because uh, he struggled with his own things, you know. Oh, and, wow. Okay. And and so he he just encouraged me, man. And yeah. and he was like, you, you know, people need to hear that message. People I, need to yes. hear hear that there's hope. You know. I got you yes, for sure. Yeah, 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 that's good, bro. For real. <laughs> okay, so you know, with running the um, the bakery mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. and do you get to have more personal time for yourself now? I mean, do you and the son get to hang out? And man, all that? for sure, man, that's for good. sure. For That's sure. Good. Okay. Whenever I get off of work at two p.m. and I'm not too tired, you know, uh-huh. I ask, uh, you know, I stay with him until we go to sleep. You know, <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm able to play with him more. I'm mm-hmm. able to, yeah, I'm just able to spend more time. And you with just him. posted on Snapchat that he went and visited you. That was cute. Oh yeah, yeah. My, yeah. Parents, my parents took me to <laughs> go. They took him? 
my parents took him. Yeah, my oh, mom and my dad good. went to go visit me, and oh, and yeah. uh, my little niece, uh, uh, my little, my little niece was with uh, my mom, and my yeah. son was there too. That's cool. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. Well, yeah. I really appreciate you, Enrique. Gosh, thank you so much for coming on to the show, <laughs> really sharing your story. If you guys want to go see him, he's at the Michoacano over there on, on Waco Drive. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys go visit Jimenez Bakery over there on Dutton. There's also a location in Hillsboro as in Hillsboro, well. Texas, yes, yeah. which I think is perfect for when you guys are driving back all drunk from day drinking in Dallas. You can stop at the bakery, <laughs> get you a bread. Hello. Yeah, That's yeah. going to be me. Mimosa's up and I'm going to stop at the bakery, bitch. <laughs> I interviewed that guy. <laughs> Enrique, I really I appreciate you. Bro. Man, I appreciate I you letting me be on the show and getting yes. my story out there, man. Yes. And, 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 and This is just the beginning for you. And, yeah. uh, you know, I really... Um, I just really have the highest hopes for you. I really do. Thanks so I, I much. Really, man. I've grown to care about you as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, just by the the exchange that we've had off outside of camera and everything. Yeah. And I think I think that you're pretty genuine and really cool. And I'm really grateful that we got to have this conversation. Man. So thank you. Honestly, I do mean that. I mean, thank you shit. for letting me be on your show. Absolutely. Man. <laughs> to everybody who tuned into this episode, thank you guys again so much for all the love and support to Enrique Jimenez, Jimenez Bakery. Thank you so much for coming on, keeping it official, and being so real with us. I truly appreciate you. And again, high hopes for you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I, I'm definitely gonna roll around in this chuckle flan. Okay? <laughs> you know, if any of your baker, I'm just saying, if yeah. any of your baker, I'm not trying to be too gay. Yeah. If any of your bakery workers, you know, need a little, <laughs> need a little piece outside of this. I promise I'm not going to bakery acting all extra. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys again so much for watching this episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Before we go, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode. This episode is brought to us by Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez, located at 3304 Franklin Drive. They offer teams small group and individual skills training. They also have elite skills training to make your kid a superb star athlete. Open plays is Monday and Wednesdays at ages 16 and older at 8.30 p.m. with Mara only $5 to play. Follow on Facebook at Soka Soccer Academy and on Instagram at Soka Soccer 254 To my boy Dominic and my girl Ariana, thank you for being longtime sponsors of the episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Hustle Child Clothing with Blaine Hennig. He's a clothing brand whose mission is to change the negative connotation of the word hustler. He offers a wide selection of hoodies, hats, and more with various styles and colors. Darling, clothing is made for both adults and children. You gotta go check them out. Visit HustleChildClothing.com now and shop through Blaine's amazing selection. He also has a little section over there at Hype Waco. Super, super mm-hmm. cute clothes to Blaine Hennick. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to my boy Jeffrey Monreal with Boyo Box and Audio. He put that extra dark tint in my car, which I love. It's <laughs> beneficial sometimes. I'm here for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. Definitely a jack-of-all-trades and your one-stop shop to get everything done in one route to my boy Jeffrey Monreal. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the Public Affair Bill and for being a longtime sponsor. Of course, the fat boy Michelada y Botana with my boy Junior Banda. Oh, you know him? Uh, I've heard of them, but I've heard of them. I'm going to get you one. I'm going to get you one. They provide (laughs) the best michelada and botana plates for yourself or for a party. He has a menu of 10 of different items, including botana bowls, chamois, pickles, and more locally operated. So make sure you get the best but not the rest, darling. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fatboy Michelada y Botana and place your order now. To my boy Junior Banda, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Oh, and of course, the J-Pedal and Poke with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family. They provide delicious Japanese savory crepes and poke balls. They also have handcrafted Thai rolled ice cream for dessert, darling. You choose from the menu or create your own like I like to do because I like to be in control. <laughs> Locations <laughs> on University Parks at Drive and Hewitt Drive. Order online at jpedaltx.com to jpedal and poke. Thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of The Public Affair. So of course to everybody that tuned into this episode thank you guys again so much to Enrique Jimenez bro. Seriously I really appreciate it. Man thank you for letting I, me be here I man. It was have, an honor man. No, it was honestly an honor. I have fucking chills still. Like I'm having chills. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was an honor having you. Okay I man. I appreciate thank you, you thank bro. You, for real. And don't forget darling to always keep it between us. <laughs>
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>